Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacetis, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself, and I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. Y'all, I got like I'm so excited for y'all to meet Ruthie. I was going to call her a spitfire, but I don't even think that that like accurately describes who she is because like at her core, she is an encourager and she is a freaking light that lights up everybody else's. It like brings out the best in them. Okay. And so really like who Ruthie is, is she's an encourager. She is a radical light on the hill. She is not only a middle school teacher, which like let's Let's give it up for like our teachers out there. But she is also a breakthrough coach. She's also an incredible friend. She is the person who will run the race beside you after she's already finished the race. She's like, hey, everybody's coming with us. Everybody is like finishing this. They're hitting their goals and they are going to a new level. And so I love Ruthie. I'm so excited to like tell you a little bit of how we met as well. And just for you to get to hear her part and love her as much as I do. So welcome. Oh my goodness. Thank you. What an intro. I feel honored to be here. Oh, good. I'm so glad. (laughs) So I want to share like a little bit because Ruthie, you live in Ohio. Correct. So as I, as y'all know, I live in Florida. So we live a little bit far away from each other. Ruthie and I grew our entire friendship on Marco Polo, which is so fun. Love Marco Polo. Yes. And we actually were friends for like a year and a half before we got to meet in person, which is very fun. That that first hug, that first hug was something epic, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, it was. And you're such a good hugger. Thank you. I have a great bosom. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you do. Like, you rock it. <laughs> it's so good. So Ruthie, like... How, I was going to say, like, how did you become such a good encourager? But, like, is this, like, something that you were, like, born with? Or is it, like, something that was, like, pulled out of you through, like, coaching and other people? That's a great question. I think I was born a natural encourager. And with that that gift of optimism to see the best in people, it's kind of like I can literally see the gold inside of you. And I don't even have to try. I just know where you're going and I want to call that gold out of you. But I think a lot of it also came from, I went through a really difficult season in my childhood and I really, really, really could have used some encouragement. And so when it comes from like that standpoint of knowing what I needed and I didn't have it or I had it intermittently, to know that I have the power to give that to somebody else if they're in a difficult or hard season, like that is, is, is the gift of life. I can literally go and take away someone's 
not take away their pain, but I can speak to them and give them the gift I didn't have. Does that make sense? I can serve where I had, you know, a new because I know how valuable it is. Absolutely. That's huge. You like used your story as a little treat pad for you to be able to speak to other people. Yeah. And so that kind of came from like my dad passed away and my dad was an encourager. And when he passed away, sometimes to, to some extent, like his voice in my life was gone, you know, or that constant encouragement, just someone who believes in you. Like it was just not that people didn't believe me, but they maybe didn't tell me <laughs> that you believed in me. And so to have the opportunity to get to carry on my dad's legacy and to speak into other people's life, it's a huge honor. And it's something that I think we overlook. There's a gift and there's an opportunity. There's millions of opportunities every single day to encourage the person next to you, in front of you, the, the person you're passing, even if it's in a store. Hey, I like your boots. Like, it takes a second to say that. Very little energy. And who knows? Even something small, like, I like your boots. Or your hair looks nice today. Or you have a really pretty smile. I like your outfit. Like, okay, girl. You know, that kind of stuff that really speaks to people and encourages them and like puts a little extra pep in their step. So like, why do we miss those opportunities? So why do you think we do? Like as a society, why do you think we miss so many of those? I think people are stuck in their own head, stuck in their own stories, feeling, feeling down. And so like, instead of giving what they need or what they desire to receive in return, that it's become stingy, you know, self-protective. Like, well, no one's speaking into my life, so I'm not going to speak in anybody else's life. Or they understand the value or the power of encouragement, of speaking a word or something like that. They may not just understand how, like, how radically powerful it is. You know, affirmation is a big deal. And so, like, I think, I think as a society, we just, we forget to tell people like how valuable they are to us or how much we appreciate them or call the gifts out of them. That's huge. And it's like, it goes back to the whole thing of like life and death is in the power of the tongue. And it's you're using your gift in order to encourage other people. 100%. Like, I kind of think of words like weapons. Like words are kind of like weapons. So you can either fight for people or you can fight people with your words. So like, if I give you an encouraging word, I'm fighting for you. I'm, I believe in you. Like I'm calling something great out of you. But if I'm using my words against you, then I'm tearing you down, you know? So words are kind of like weapons. It really is death and life and the power of the tongue. And to go even a little deeper, your mind is always eavesdropping on what your mouth is saying. So like, if you're always speaking negatively about yourself or about others, like your mind is now looking to make you true because your mind wants to keep you safe. Your mind doesn't want to make you out to be a liar. So like, basically whatever you say becomes what you believe. And then you're always right. But maybe not in a good way. Like if you're always like, well, I suck at math. I suck at math. Guess what your brain starts doing? Finding evidence for where you suck at math. <laughs> and then what do you produce? I suck at math results. Yeah. That's a pretty neutral, neutral example. But like people say things like, I'm so anxious. Or I'm so ugly. 
I'm so fat. I'm so lonely. And it's crazy because then we start looking for evidence to, um, to verify that. Yeah. And our brain's job is literally to prove us right. Mm -hmm. So I know for me, one of them was like, nobody actually likes me. Like that was one of the things that I told myself. And it wasn't until somebody else called me out for it. And I, it was like, look at the evidence. Find the evidence of that not being true. Find the evidence of people liking you. And I was like, wait, I think actually people like me. Like, right. I think that this is what is true. And then I started showing up like that. Yeah, game changer. And so your brain, a little bit of psychology here, y'all. Your brain has this thing called a reticular activating system. And basically what it's doing is it just is looking for evidence, right? It's looking for evidence of, you know, what you like, what you think to be true, what you want to see more of, whatever you're focusing on. Like whatever you focus on, you get more of. So if you're focusing on something negative or positive or even neutral, like, oh, I'm focusing on BMWs. It's wild. You'll start seeing BMWs everywhere. And guess what? They were already always there, but now you're paying attention to them. And so the same thing works with your words, whether your words are encouraging or discouraging, you know, your self-talk, your, your brain is just looking to make you true, make you honest. And sometimes it fudges the facts, you know, the, the facts could be different, but your brain will say like, oh, hey, people don't actually like you versus like, hold up. You're amazing. People love you. You're alive for a purpose. Our brain doesn't always tell us the truth. Our brain wants to keep us safe, not successful. Ooh, that was good. Yeah. Our brain's job isn't to keep us successful. Like, it's to keep us safe. Yeah. When you go into that next level, it's like, oh, I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to step into this. Yeah. And, like, it's scary. And you know what we really need when we're going to new levels, Mary? Encouragement? We need encouragement because it is a little scary. It's new territory. You're taking new ground. And so do you want somebody to use their words as a weapon to fight for you or to fight against you? Like, oh, I want people fighting for me when I'm taking on new territory. I want people to say like, hey, I love you. I'm proud of you. I believe in you. You got this. You can do this. Look at all the things you've already done. This is just the next thing. Easy. Easy peasy. You got this, you know, and anywhere, any stage of life you're in, any stage, you're always behind somebody and you're always in front of somebody. There's always somebody that could use the knowledge, the wisdom or the encouragement or the experience you have, right? And so we always get to turn around and tell the next guy, hey, you got this. You can do this. I'm proud of you. I believe in you. I see this gift inside of you, rise up. Come on, let's go. Everyone can do that. Like, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. Hard at all. So while you're talking about that, you're saying, so like, we'll play this out for a second. And I want to hear your advice on this. Like, let's just say that I'm listening to this right now. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to this next level. I'm doing something new that I've never done before. And like, I don't feel like I have people who are encouraging me besides like getting to know you better because you are a natural born encourager and like anybody who's friends with you Ruthie like gets encouraged by you if somebody's in this place where they don't feel like they have those people 
do you think that like them going out and encouraging others like helps in that aspect? 100%. I have two pieces of advice for this. One is go give away what you want. Sow some freaking seed. Put yourself out there as a target to receive what you want. So like, okay, if I need encouragement, I'm going to go encourage like as many people as I possibly can. Like I'm going to go sow some seed. I'm going to go deposit into them a word of life. It's uplifting. Like it lifts them up. It's life-giving. It gives them life. It sows good seed. It's, it's doing for others what I want them to do for me. It's the golden rule. <laughs> it's golden for a reason. It works. It's gold. And then my other piece of advice would be, besides go sow some seed, it would be upgrade the people around you. Upgrade your circle. So a lot of people say you are the combination of the top five people you hang out with, right? And I would even add like the shows you watch, the music you listen to and the books you read. The environment and the atmospheres you're in, right? You're, you, you are the combination of those top five influences. Everyone is influenced and everyone is an influencer, right? In some capacity, you get to choose. You know, are you an agent for good? Are you an agent for evil? You get to choose every single day. There's life and death ahead of you. Choose life. There's an A and B test. Choose A, right? Everyone gets that opportunity. And so if you are around people who aren't encouraging you, here is your opportunity. Here's your path of life. Are you ready? Upgrade your circle. Start listening to encouraging books. Start listening to encouraging podcasts like you find yourself here. Start, you know, watching movies that are encouraging. Like start hanging out with people that are encouraging. And you might think, well, Ruthie, that sounds so easy. If that was so easy, everyone would be doing it. Your friends can be virtual. And know what? Your friends can be people you've never even met before. Tony Robbins could be your top five. You know, Danny Johnson, she could be in your top five. These are people that are highly influential with speaking life. Jesus, he could be in your top five. I hope he is. <laughs> Amen. Like, right? You find somebody who you know is, is producing life-giving content. Go devour their content. That, be, that person becomes part of your top five. Remember the old um, MySpace? What are you waiting for MySpace? <laughs> That's epic. Even on your phone plan, you'd have like a top five or top eight or something like that. And yeah. it shows you like who you talk to most. I would encourage everyone to do a quick little audit. Like, who am I listening to the most? Whose voice? Is it the an author's voice? Is it a musician's voice? Is it my friends? Is it my family? Is it God? You know, is it, is it, is it not God? <laughs> like whose voice is in my head the most? Th you think of a car, right? A car has only what, five seats? Someone's driving. Someone's driving and some folks are, you know, tagging along. Who's in your car with you? Like, you know, your top five influential voices in your life. And when I say influential, I don't want you to think it has to be a positive voice because it might not be. Like, that's the point of an audit. You get to choose. Is this person encouraging, life-giving, uplifting, 
or is this person like bringing me down? I remember one time God had me uh, look at what I was watching and listening to, like music and media. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am listening to so many depressing emo songs that are about like things I don't actually agree with. Yeah. One of my songs, it's just kind of embarrassing, but you know, for the podcast people, there was a song when I was like in a, in a, in a high school phase, you know, when I was in high school, I was going through this, you know, phase, we all go through different phases and stuff, but I was listening to this song by Lil Wayne called I Feel Like Dying. I loved that song. I used to love that song. And then it was like one day the lights got turned on and I was like, like literally what in the hell am I listening to? Yes. I think it's about overdosing. And I was like, I don't want to overdose. Why the heck do I keep putting little Wayne in my ears? Because he wasn't speaking life to me. But it was an encouraging song. And I think sometimes we, we, don't, we don't guard our heart. We don't guard our mind. And we're not mindful of the voices that we allow to speak into us. And um, you can be. You can yeah. be. He's using your car. You can choose who's driving. You can choose, you know, what words that you speak to yourself with your self-talk. And you can choose to sow some good seed. And you can choose who you're, you know, who's in your circle. Those are things that you have power over. And it's just about making the intentional decision to be like, mm, this is not serving me. Or wow, hey, that's serving me. Let's amp that up. Like, here's the game of life. Find what works and <laughs> amplify it until it doesn't work anymore. <clears throat> and majority of the time, it's really simple things. I think for the longest time, I thought it had to be like big and complex and like crazy and hard. But it's like, here's the reality. I can encourage Ruthie and tell her the things that I love about her. And it can literally be a 30 second Marco or voice memo. Be like, hey, I love the way that you speak life. I love the way that you like speak out for your friends. I love the way that you like teach. I love the way that you're a breakthrough coach. I love the way, like I can encourage her and I can call out the things in her the way that she calls other people up to, gr up to greatness. I do not have to rent out a football field and get a marching band and some flags and confetti and a giant cake that looks like her. Like, would that be cool? Absolutely. Would Ruthie appreciate it? Absolutely. Like, now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool to be able to do one day. Anyways, but that's not where I'm at. I don't even know what football stadium I'd rent out. There's so much in that. And I think that that's sometimes what we think about when it comes to encouragement in our people that it has to be something huge and ridiculous. Well, that's cool. It doesn't have to be that. And so if I were to make, yeah, if I were to make a really big assumption, it would be that one of the reasons why people don't encourage more is because they don't think of the simple, easy things to do. Like, hey, I like your boots. You have an amazing smile. Your eyes are incredible. Yeah, it's so simple. Um, so, so simple. I actually was having a conversation on New Year's Eve with my family and they were bringing, they were giving me some feedback. I'm going to tell you, sometimes feedback can be hard to receive. And I was really doing my best to stay open. And anyways, my brother said to me, I think you're hilarious. And I literally said, really? Because you've never said that to me before. Like, how would I know you think I'm funny if you never tell me? And then my mom said, 
I'm so proud of you. Don't you know that I'm for you? I'm so proud of you. And I said, how would I know? You never tell me. Like, I think you're proud of me. I hope you're proud of me. But how would I know? Like, words are this most simple, I don't want to say they're free, but like, it's the least expensive gift you could ever give somebody that might give you the greatest return. Like, affirmation, declaration, speaking life, encouragement. Like, it literally is one-fifth of the way that people receive love. It's a love language for a reason. Employ that language and you're going to reach a lot of people. And the thing is about words, it's so wild. Like, words stick with you. You know, I, I, I can't tell you how many... I was even trying to count them before we you know, got on this call together. Like, I have so many notes in my phone of encouraging things that people have said to me and I go back to them you know whether it was like somebody was giving me like a blessing or like a prophecy or one of the things I love about my friend group is we play this game called the I love you game and on your birthday we just like obliterate the birthday person with love you know what I love about you is I love the way that you are responsible I love the way that you care for other people I love how thoughtful you are I love how like when I was sick and not feeling good, like you brought me food. Like how, how hard is it to do that? It's not hard. It's not hard at all. It's not hard at all. It's super simple and it makes a lasting impact. And like, I want to go back to what you talked about with your mom and your brother though, because you mentioned it and then you like passed over it. Yeah. And I think that this is the piece that like, I want people to hear is Yes, encourage other people. Encourage like people that you see at the grocery store and anybody that you get the chance to. But your close people, sometimes it's our closest friends and family who never really know how much we love them. Yeah. And it's sometimes I think it comes from a place of a lot of pain when we get that wake up call of like, oh my gosh, life isn't forever. And you could go morbid because everything, all of our deepest fears end with death, death and losing somebody. Yeah. So it's like you stepping out. And I know that you spent a lot of time with your mom and your brothers. And so the fact that you heard that from them is huge. But I think it's also for anybody listening. It's like, how can you, and it's, this is a challenge for you. How can you go and to the five people, actually, let's do 10, to the 10 people who you see most every single day, how can you encourage them every single day for the next week? So yeah. thanks, simple. Yeah. The th- so like, Okay, Mary, to this day, I've never like graduated from mind reading school. Like I cannot read your mind. Somebody, you, like, okay, in order for me to know something about anything, it has to be communicated, right? So like, how do I know if you don't like pizza, if you don't tell me? How do I know that you love steak if like you don't tell me? I'd just be guessing. Now, you know, I can guess, but... Why do people in our life have to guess what we think about them? Why do I have to guess if my mom's proud of me? Like, should I have to guess? Or should love be so abundant that I'm so sure that my mom's proud of me? My mom loves me. You know, and I'm not trying to like, you know, bash on my mom or anything, but I think about like, you know, I also have that more, that, that, that understanding that life is fragile. Like I lost my dad when I was young and there are so many words I wish I could say to him now. 
you know? I, I have that experience. And if anybody else has that experience of when they lost somebody, it's real. It's real. And so I would so encourage you, here I am encouraging you, um, like, don't wait and don't hesitate to just say something nice. Like, you never know when it's your last day or somebody else's. And should they ever have to guess if you love them or you're proud of them or you believe in them or you like something that they did, just say like, hey, I love how you made your bed. <laughs> I love how you honored that person. I love how you decorated your house. I love how you made this food for us. You know, I love how you went out of your way to help somebody. Hey, I, I just, I love spending time with you. Like, I actually like you. And what that does is it helps people feel seen, known, and loved. It builds safety, it builds connection, and it builds capacity. Just go give your heart away. Go, go love on people. Should they have to guess that you love them or you like them? I love this so much. In everything that you share, I think it's amazing. And it's so true. And I like so appreciate you like sharing it and you sharing your gift and encouraging other people to encourage more, which is so fun. Ruthie, the last thing I'm going to ask you today, because we're right at time, is, <clears throat> excuse me, you do a lot in working with people in like helping them break through, break through whatever it is in fitness, life, finances, working out, whatever it is. And I love what you talk about. Can you give us like a little bit of what you do and then how somebody can get a hold of you if they want to be in your circle or be encouraged by you? Ooh, yes. So I have, you know, quite a presence on the Facebook. <laughs> Currently, I am a seventh grade math teacher. So, you know, if you're in inner city Akron and you need some math help, come my way. But I like to encourage my students to the best of my ability to, to be successful and to you know, give life their all, go for it, dream big. In the space of coaching, what I, what I help people do is one, connect with God, connect with themselves and connect with the, their vision, their results that they want to create. And then we look at like what's standing in the way. And then we, we go after it together. You know, we, we side by side, we're going to do this uh, together. What's one of my favorite words is together. Definitely a people person. And I want to help people connect with what they want, get through where they're, you know, feeling stuck or where they are um, just in need of that support. I want to be that person to help them kind of get over the hill or climb the next mountain or achieve their desired results. So people can reach out to me on social media or yeah, email, phone number, <laughs> carrier pigeon. <laughs> oh, me, beat me if you want to reach me, like one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, Ruthie, you are incredible. I so like value and appreciate you. We'll put your social media handles in the show notes so that somebody can like follow you if they need um, to get the carrier pigeon, then they know like where to send it, all of that. But just your heart, the way that you love people, the way that you are so on fire for this gift that God has placed inside of you and then you're willing to use it is like one of my favorite things about you. And so thank you for being willing to share it. Thank you for what you were doing. Thank you for the way that in everything that you do, you point people closer to the Father from your shirt to your encouragements 
to the way that you coach people. So I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm so excited to be able to get to know you and see your encouragement on social media as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. I'm so grateful for you as well. And um, you are somebody who definitely makes a huge wave and impact in this world. And so it's an honor to, to be on this podcast. And it's an honor and a privilege to know you, Mary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, y'all. Enjoy the rest of your day. I can't wait for you to follow Ruthie and also for you to take the challenge of encouraging the 10 people who you're closest to. So I will talk to y'all next time and have a great rest of your day. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Dreamers and Action Takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people. I have a dream of working with 100 million women and helping them to share their dream with the world. And I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at thedreamers.co and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode and I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.